Hi, everyone. I'm Ashley McManus, Senior Director of Global Marketing at SmartEye. Welcome to the Human-Centric AI Podcast, where each episode features thought leaders doing cutting-edge work in the AI space. A little bit about us. SmartEye is the global leader in human insight AI, technology that understands, supports, and predicts human behavior in complex environments, bridging the gap between humans and machines for a safe and sustainable future. Today's episode features a Q&A discussion between our own Sasha Mikonova, Business Development and Account Director, Media Analytics at Affectiva, now a SmartEye company, and Stefan Ruff, co-CEO and co-founder of Oculid. Sasha is an experienced brand strategist with a passion for research and consumer insights. Through her work and extensive background as a creative domain lead at Kantar, she is a self-described advertising nerd and an expert in utilizing Emotion AI to help clients drive deeper consumer insights and create more engaging advertising campaigns for over a decade. Stefan is a leading expert in the field of eye tracking technology. With extensive experience in the advertising industry, Stefan has a deep understanding of the importance of understanding consumer emotions and behavior. His expertise in this area is born from years of research and hands-on experience, as he worked with some of the world's leading brands, helping them leverage eye tracking to gain a deeper understanding of their customers. The two discussed a recent collaboration between Affectiva and Ocula to test a few ads and covered some practical advice for businesses looking to incorporate technologies such as facial expression analysis, emotion AI, and eye tracking into their advertising strategies. Let's listen in to learn more. Okay. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. With me today, I have Stefan Ruff, co-CEO and co-founder at Oculid, as well as our own Sasha Makovna, uh, business development and account director of media analytics at Affectiva, now a smart eye company. So thank you both so much for making the time to speak with me today. Well, thank you for organizing this. <laughs> That's really exciting. Absolutely. Okay, so to start, tell us uh, about your background. How has your career path taken you to Oculate and Affectiva, and what is your current role? Maybe we can start with our, our guest, Stefan. Sure. Um, yeah, my background was was originally in electrical engineering. I've worked in the automotive industry, but at some point I thought, okay, uh, I need to change. So I went into human factors, human computer interaction, and this is where I had my first touch point with eye tracking. Um, so I went to Berlin, did a master's there, and then also after my PhD, um, using eye tracking in all uh, sort of areas. And it's also where I met my other co-founders, Antje and Klaas, and where we decided to let's get eye tracking out of the lab and uh, make it a scalable technology. And Sasha? Sure. So, um, well, I have only joined Affectiva eight months ago, I believe. Um, I've been using the tech uh, already for over a decade, I believe, uh, from the from the client side, so to say. Um, so I'm very familiar with this, and we were heavily using it in the uh, creative effectiveness research uh, at Kantar. And I always been enthusiastic about the neuroscience method and marketing research. So. Affectiva kind of seemed like a, a natural pass forward. Absolutely. Great. So, so for those of uh, those of our listeners who are unfamiliar with each of each of these companies, Ocula and Affectiva, can you explain briefly what our or your offerings are? Maybe Sasha can kick this one off and then we'll go to Stefan. So at Affectiva Smart Eye, we pretty much offer emotion AI technology, facial coding. 
Um, and it helps to decode and understand people's unbiased, intuitive reactions uh, to different type of content, basically deriving this from their uh, facial expressions. So currently the tech is widely used in advertising and entertainment content development and optimization. Um, and it's actually making and building its path through to the qualitative research as well, which is quite exciting. Yeah, I'm talking it is a company doing eye tracking on smartphones and it is embedded basically in a DIY platform to create, conduct and analyze user research studies. Um, and the range of application is from like qualitative UX, CX research um, to like quantitative large scale advertisement research. But we also work with uh, quite some academic institutions. Got it. Okay. So, you know, with your background, knowledge, expertise, what would you say some of the biggest challenges are for those who work in the advertising space today? Stefan, did you want to take this one first? Um, I always say like the one resource um, that there's a lot of competition uh, about is attention. And that is like very true for the advertisement space. Everyone is competing for attention. Um, so the question is like how to stand out, catch attention and also keep attention in a very competitive environment. Um, so I think like from my perspective, that is a very big challenge for the industry. And like the bigger problem is that there's not yet like really good attention metrics that actually measure attention. Yeah, I would say, I mean, yeah, this is definitely uh, a very <laughs> uh, kind of flying around challenge now, talked about a lot, but I think this is all getting back to the pretty much money and media budgets, because I mean, the reason why they need attention, they need to understand how to validate their ROI and actually justify their spends. And it's always been a challenge in the industry. And what we know is actually creative quality is one of the most important variables impacting ROI. And um, Affective and Oculate with the tech uh, we provide actually can help with the actionable insights for uh, optimizing, improving, understanding the uh, strengths and weaknesses of these creatives. Um, so yeah, this is this is effectively why it is so important. Yeah, so let's talk about that. We've recently completed a joint project between Affectiva and Oculid featuring two UK Christmas ads from TikTok. Uh, can each of you chime in on what we were looking to explore? I don't know, Stefan, if you want to kind of kick off and then Sasha can elaborate a little bit as well. Um, to to um, connect a little bit what uh, Sasha has said before, yeah. like I was very excited about that combination of like emotion and I and AI and attention, because that is like for me has always been a very natural fit. That like in in like academics, you either do one or the other. Yeah. So like for me, it's like looking through like your audience's eyes and like also know how they feel about it uh, is like a powerful combination that like can like open up a, a way deeper level of like understanding. Um, so that's why I think that was just the, the most normal thing to do and to combine. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, and just wanted to add, um, when I, when actually I came across Oculate for the first time, I, what really drew my attention is the eye tracking on mobile devices, because working with eye tracking a lot within the industry, it actually was the first time I saw this and I was like, oh my God, that actually opening up so many opportunities for the digital content testing, because it's always been a struggle in the industry before just to be as close to the natural exposure of the content as possible. And this is what we effectively try to do. Okay. Can we maybe talk through, you know, the methodology that we used in this test? You know, what kind of technology was used? What was the participant experience, et cetera? Uh, I can maybe uh, start it off, yeah. please uh, add on. So what we did, like we took the two videos from uh, TikTok and created a test in the Oculate platform. Um, to show those videos to uh, some uh, participants via the Oculate app. And they were easily invited. They downloaded the Oculate app, watched the videos. And while doing that, we recorded the eye tracking data and then shared the raw data also with Affectiva to enable the emotion and eye analysis. Luckily, like both our tech approaches are very similar. So that it was like super smooth. And um, in the end, we um, aggregated the attention and emotion data uh, over all participants. So we now have like a video that shows the attention in parallel to the emotional states of the participants, um, which is uh, pretty cool, I think. Yeah, just probably one thing to add. We were um, using this as a as a yeah pilot of potential integration and we have reached out to our friends and family community which we <laughs> actually address a lot of our uh pilots and really exciting things um internally now for context can you talk about you know what the ads were that were tested i know we're we're audio only with a podcast but maybe just briefly touch on on each of the the storylines yeah, sure. Um, so basically, we chose uh, a couple of Christmas ads from TikTok platform uh, from John Lewis and Aldi. So we know that Christmas ads are typically very emotionally charged. So that was uh, that's why uh, we, we picked those. And um, I know that actually a lot of people are really big fans and waiting for this. I know in the UK, it's even uh, so people believe that uh, Christmas prep time doesn't start until John Lewis ad goes on air. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, you know, announcing the whole Christmas season. So it's a big thing. And last year, um, Christmas ad from John Lewis uh, actually uh, was about the UK children in the foster care system. And the ad is really nice and cute. Basically, it shows a man uh, trying to learn how to skateboard. Uh, and we see his journey. He, I mean, it's really challenging uh, and some accidents and, uh, you know, family mocking. Um just to um, realize and get to know at the end that he's actually going through this process in order to connect with the child from the care system who arrives to his home for Christmas. So it's a it's a very sweet story. And then the other ad was the the Aldi. I think it was Kevin the Carrot. What was that that ad about? 
So yeah, the the Aldiad basically use their uh, very famous character, which they've been using in their Christmas um, communication for quite a few years now. So uh, Kevin the Carrot is quite well known and loved character. So basically, they were playing uh, on the uh, reference to. Uh, Home Alone movie uh, and Kevin, the character, um, and the story about how Kevin been left alone at his home while his family was traveling to Paris and his adventures uh, at home. So also very, very cute, very exciting story. Okay, so let's start with the the, the John Lewis ad. So what did the this kind of the joint tests reveal and what kinds of insights could be brought back to the brand? Maybe, Stefan, we could start with you. I think like um, I can only talk about the attentional part, um, yeah. like with both ads, actually, um, they did a very good job to keep the attention of the, the, the people watching them like along the storyline. So we see a lot of like uh, um, what was to expected, like uh, attention on the faces, um and i'm like always interested in like okay we have the attention on the faces what are we like what emotions or how do the people relate to the emotions of the people and especially in the john lewis ad it's like a very heartwarming emotional thing i think there's a lot of empathizing going on so it's uh in interesting to hear sasha's side uh yeah, sure. So uh, for John Lewis ad, as you as we would expect, basically the story is very heartwarming, uh, nice, and we would expect this story to evoke smiles and sentimentality. And this is exactly what we've seen in our emotion AI data. And I guess uh, the peaks of this emotional engagement, the positive emotional engagement, um, actually happened during the um, moment when a family was mocking the main character trying to master skateboarding. So, yeah, how rude it is. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it was actually pretty funny. Uh, but also what is really great, uh, another emotional peak happened uh, when um, viewers realized the, the mystery of the story. Basically, they reveal that the child who is coming also into skateboarding. And we see that actually people fixating on the skateboard and they are making the connection in the story. And it's like uh, an aha moment, which evokes really strong uh, positive reactions. And this is where they also introduce the brand. And I guess this is a really great example how John Lewis leveraged the peak and rule uh, in the in the creatives. Um, for those uh, not aware, basically peak and rule, it's in a nutshell, it's that the fact that um, the most emotionally charging uh, moments as well as the end of the experience, um, basically this is something which we remember about the whole experience rather than the, the, the entire one. And this is exactly why it's important for advertisers to leverage this because it's impacting the overall appeal towards the brand as well as the long-term memorability. Absolutely. And then, 
you know, we we did run that the other test around the all the UK ad. Um, I was wondering if we could, you know, look at what we were looking to learn based on viewers' responses, and then what did we see and learn? Um, Stefan, I don't know if you have anything to add around. I know you said attention for both, but is there anything for for that ad specifically you wanted to touch on? I mean, like it's probably obvious, but I was like happy to see that even carrot faces uh, like <laughs> provoke the same. Uh, catch empathy yeah exactly attention which is uh i never thought about it why would i Uh, but this case was like (laughs) very interesting yeah not only human faces (laughs) specifically carrot faces (laughs) carrot faces yeah we would need to do more studies to find out if that uh, applies to other vegetables but uh In in this case, in the in the carrot case, I really like to see like the expectation. You could see like people focusing on on different areas, expecting something to happen. So you could also like there were like I'm not a film expert or like a video expert, but you could see it was set up very well to guide the attention, like to build a little bit of expectation. And then you could see when the gaze shifts to the to the uh, positions that like like to have this comic event or like comedic uh, event. I don't know if we can how we can talk about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I guess this uh, this is the um, from my perspective that was one of the really exciting insights. We're overlaying the gaze and the attention, understanding with the emotional response was really uh, uh, interesting. And this is to what Stefan mentioned. We can see where people expect things to happen and they look at this and then uh, it happens where they didn't expect. (laughs) And basically we see a really strong um, reaction, which was combination of surprise, uh, smiles because they like the joke. It's quite a controversial joke, I would say. So I was very curious to see how people would, um, how how it would resonate with the audience. And actually it turned out to be quite positive. Uh, But yeah, that was really exciting to see how the insights from the gaze analysis and the emotional reactions would uh, overlay and actually uh, show it all together. Mm-hmm. And we'll we'll have to drop in links to both of these ads in the show notes so people can watch. Yeah, definitely, definitely watch it. Yeah. I, I think it, it, it all makes a lot more sense because I also have seen the ads, so I know what you guys are kind of talking about. So yeah, we'll have to uh, for people who are listening, definitely go watch watch the ads and then kind of listen to to the the, the insights based on this conversation. So um, now that this joint study is completed, aside from what we've already covered, what what specific conclusions have you drawn? What What is important for, for brands to understand when it comes to emotion AI? And I don't know if you can talk to you any teasers on, on what we, what might be coming up next or any other joint plans we have for the future. So I guess I just, if I start, I, I, I guess uh, for myself, um, I've been rather fascinated about the precision of the results and insights uh, from both, um, well, mainly um, eye tracking, because again, it was some kind of a novelty even for our team to try an eye tracking collected on mobile devices. Um, And yeah, that was actually really, uh, really exciting and the way how it worked quite smoothly. Um, But also, I guess overall, the fact that this analysis can be so simply collected from the mobile devices and through quite a 
be the experiences. This is the real game changer in marketing research, especially when it comes to the digital content. Stefan, anything to add? Yeah, but I totally agree. And like for me, it was also the fact that like, of course, we thought about like combining both would like generate deeper insights, but like we could really see that where, uh, um, where the two methods also complement each other. Like we haven't talked about the ending of those two videos, but there's probably going to be a link to the yeah. to the to the blog entries. And this is, I think, like really nice to see that if you combine both, you just can reach a different level of of insight there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Awesome. And any teasers on what's coming next, or can we not talk about that yet? <laughs> we'll leave you leave you in suspense, I guess. <laughs> Well, I guess, yeah, as Stefan mentioned, it would be great if our audience have a chance to check out blogs on both Affective and Oculate uh, websites. Uh, I guess, yeah, once you see it, it's a lot, <laughs> it's a lot clearer. Um, and also, I believe uh, there will be more information uh, shared about the testing, content testing for the social media content uh, in the conference where Oculate uh, is participating in actually speaking end of March. Uh, Stefan, if you want to share a few more details about this. Yes, I unfortunately, I won't be there, but uh, my colleague Antje uh, is going to be at uh, IIEX in Amsterdam end of March, I think. And uh, she's going to talk about, uh, I think, eye tracking in social media. Um, so go check it out. Go check it out. Awesome. Yes, definitely. I'll, I'll link all, all this this fun stuff in the show notes too. Um, so we covered a lot of ground, you know, based on this this collaboration, our conversation today, and both of your you know your work and expertise in general. Yeah. If you had one takeaway for the audience listening, what would you like to tell them? Maybe Stefan, we can start with you. Um, yeah, I mean, if you like, I said initially, like you know, attention is a resource like that everybody is fighting about. So avoid surprises and like pre-test early on. And in best case, uh, use Oculus and Affectiva's solution together. Yeah, Sasha? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, indeed, in the abundance of content created every single second as we speak, it's really important that... um, our clients, uh, advertisers in general, uh, know that they are spending and uh, creating the best in class. And yeah, for this, they definitely need to know the consumers' insights um, about that. So for our listeners, if you can let us know where they can go to learn more, or do you have any other call to action for them? Uh, go to oculate.com. <laughs> check out the, the links to the blogs, uh, blog entries and uh, get in contact with us. Awesome. Great. Well, that is all that I have for you both today, Stefan and Sasha. Once again, thank you both for, for your time. And it was a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you very thank much. Thank you. Thanks, Ashley. I thought it was fascinating to hear Stefan and Sasha share their backgrounds and current roles in their respective companies, as well as their take on the challenges that brands face in the advertising space today and how emotion AI and eye tracking can help provide powerful insights to address these challenges. The ads we tested together using emotion AI and eye tracking to understand viewer responses was super insightful into the power of emotion AI for advertising insights. 
I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the Human Centric AI podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts for new episodes. We're also on social media, so please reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram to share any feedback you have on the show and weigh in on the discussion using hashtag Human Centric AI podcast. Don't forget to rate us and comment with your feedback to help make the podcast more discoverable for others. Until next time, thanks for listening.